Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Walls. I'm your host, Lauren Springman, and on this podcast, you will be informed, entertained, and educated on everything in the real estate industry. I would like to introduce our guest today. Her name is Daniela Antelo with Keller Williams Memorial. Welcome, Danielle. Oh, Daniela, sorry, my sister's name is Danielle, so I might be calling you. It's okay. Uh, you can call me Danny. That's what Dan- people know me as. Okay, I, that's what we call my sister too. So did I screw up your last name? Antello. No, you're good. Antello. Okay. Is that Italian? No, it's actually Spanish. Oh, okay. My yeah, maiden but name- a lot of people think it's Italian because of the, I guess, the L-O. Yes. And my maiden name's Antico. So I was like, oh, I wonder if she's Italian, but. Yeah. Yeah. So how was your weekend? It was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was yours. It was yeah. good. It was, I went to um, Galveston. So it was, but it was like nice and relaxing. We didn't have a schedule, got up early, went to the beach, stayed on the beach all day and then came back. Nice. Yeah. We stayed here. We were working. <sighs> so you didn't even get to enjoy your, your long weekend. No, I, I did. I mean, yeah. you work hard, play hard. That's how it goes. That's my <laughs> motto too. Work hard, play hard. <laughs> so, um, you're with Keller Williams Memorial. Are you solo or with a team? I'm with a team. Um, actually, my team name is called Houston Broker Team. Um, the team leader, and I have two buyer's agents and uh, director of operations. So we run a small team within Keller Williams Memorial. Okay. And it's called Houston Broker Team. That's what it says. Yes. I like your mm-hmm. shirt. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I like that. So <laughs> how long have you been in the industry? I got my license in 2011, so 10 years in August. August what? Yeah. August. What was, what, do you know what day? Oh, I don't know the exact date, but I want to say it was like middle of August. Oh, okay. I was gonna, my birthday is in the beginning, so I was like, maybe you're on my birthday. Yay, Leo. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> so um, what did you do before this? So before getting into real estate, I was in advertising, um, marketing and advertising. I worked for advertising agencies, also servicing clients. Um, Yeah, I worked with a lot of creative teams and things like that, but always client facing. Where, why did you get into the industry then? So after we moved from, so my husband used to be in the oil and gas business. So we moved to Dubai Um, for his job and I was working there also in advertising so when we transferred to Houston um, I felt that it was the right time to make a change so I went back to school to get an art degree Um, yeah I got my master's in sculpture but you know um, that can only go so far Um, I I didn't want to I knew I didn't want to be like teaching or doing any of those things so I had to think of other ways where I could you know make a living Um, So I got my real estate license thinking that we were only going to stay in Houston for a couple of months. So I said, okay, well, a couple of years, sorry. So I said, okay, let's buy a house. I can sell it. I have this in the back end in case, you know, in case the art thing doesn't work out or you have it as a backup plan. And it ended up being the plan A and it's only gotten better and bigger every, every year. It's just organically grown into what it is today. That's awesome. How do you think you became so successful? Um, you know what? I don't know. (laughs) Um, Well, I guess people define success in in different ways. Um, I think for me, success is uh, building a community that has always been uh, what I'm attracted to both in the art world and in the business world, just the relationships that you get to create with people. I'm very curious about 
um, life and what people are doing. So it's natural that I that I have um, made a lot of friends here that are amazing. Um, so I think that just like authenticity and getting to know people and just growing your network um, has driven a lot of the uh, success in the in the business. That's awesome. Do you do more like buying on the buying side or on the selling side? So our business is actually really uh, buyer heavy, but it's shifting into 50-50 listing and uh, yeah, listing properties and helping buyers get into property. So right now I am the listing agent and then I have Ashley Burton-Smith, who's the lead buyer specialist. Um, so she handles basically, yeah. 99% of all of our buyers. Wow. Um, we have Antonio Cardenas and he's doing a lot of leasing and commercial deals, okay. uh, helping also investors. So we, we each have our little thing that we do. Right. So, yeah, so this in the past year, it's been listings for me. Do you miss doing like the buying side? I miss the relationship aspect of it because when you're listing a house, you don't get that one-on-one um, -on -one so much with the clients. Mm -hmm. I think it's more transactional. Uh, so I do miss that part. I will say though, it's forced me to shift my, um, the way I view my business. Uh, and the only way to grow in this real estate business is to really become a strong listing agent. So I've gone from um, working with buyers, you know, one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. to more of a broader, 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 <laughs> ESL, broader. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> broader view of the business um, so getting into the listing side has really helped just having a bigger picture of, of the business why is it that being on the listing side it shows a bigger picture of the business because I this is I'm just curious because like if you're on the if you're a buyer's agent I feel like you do so many different steps yes What's the difference on that side then well, first of all, uh, one of the biggest things is time. You only have so many hours in a day. So uh, you could normally be working with maybe eight buyers a month, whereas with listings, you can have 20 uh, because oh, you're my. basically, so with listings, you do the work up front. So you're running the comps, you're educating the sellers, you're doing the pictures, you're doing the marketing strategy, pricing, all of that. But once the listing is up, um, with, a, with the right team and the right systems, the listings are showing on their own. You, you just have to schedule open houses. So as far as logistics um, is concerned, you can have a lot more volume in the listing side of things than in the buyer side of things. But also the way to generate buyers is through listings. So a sign in the yard is so valuable, right? Like I get so many sign calls for my listings and these are people that we end up converting into becoming clients. Okay. Um, so definitely on that, on the marketing side of things, you have more exposure online. I mean, I market on my website, on the Keller Williams website, Instagram, Facebook. So that's more exposure that you have. So naturally you're building your business that way. Whereas with buyers, it's more of a one-on-one -on -one relationship and, and, you know, you have to schedule eight, nine showings in a day. So, mm -hmm. I mean, again, the time is really a big factor. So you definitely have to have a team if you want to be successful at handling both buyers and sellers, in my opinion. Yeah. So um, having that view from the listing side, well, I, I can now get more creative with my marketing. Um, and now I have more time to actually do the lead generation because I'm not driving back and forth from showing. So I can make more calls. I can send more cars. Like, you know, like right. the space is frees up to do other things that will generate buyers and sellers. Okay. That makes sense. Um, that makes a lot more sense. I mean, it seems like common sense now that you explain, 
explained it to me, but I'm really not a stupid person, but that. I just... No, I think not a lot of people know how it works. So have you ever dabbled in commercial or is that just, what do you say, Antonio? Yeah. So I flirt with commercial um, <laughs> as far as like multifamilies and, and uh, portfolio properties. That's fine. As far as other type of real estate of commercial real estate, I'm not too familiar with it. Like I could comment on location. Um, I, but I don't, I'm not very savvy um, in it. So I have Antonio, who's the lead person on the team. We have a lot of leads that come in for commercial. There's a big need for commercials. So um, he's very savvy with all of that. He has the software, the processes and the contacts. So he's better able to help people and still keep them within the team. Um, and we also have great support at Keller Williams for commercial deals. That, yeah, that's awesome. We actually, um, we have a separate entity through Brian and Brian, but we do, um, it's Titans and we do commercial inspections as well. Great. We'll call you for those because we will need you very soon. Awesome. Okay. I will get you contacted with James. He's our Titans guy. Um, but so what do you think was, um, or is the most satisfying or like, you know, as being an agent? The most satisfying like, part. Yeah, like, yeah, the most satisfying part. Sorry, I forgot about that part. <laughs> oh, no, I just, I didn't hear. Um, so to me right now, the most satisfying part is having a team. Um, I never really thought of myself um, as like a leader per se. I was just kind of doing my thing. But now that I've been shifting roles, um, I find it very gratifying to help uh, my team members get to their goals and where they want to be. So the focus has really shifted from, um, I mean, obviously volume is important. Numbers are important. Right. We're in the real estate business. It is what it is. That's how we measure success. Um, but as far as setting goals and defining what those mean for us, um, I think focusing on the team and their well-being has really be been for me the most gratifying part. That's awesome. You're able to teach them and show them all the ins and outs that you probably did and probably had a lot more, you know, more mistakes or so they don't even have to go down that road. Yeah. I mean, you're going to make them no matter what, because that's just how it is. Right. Like, and I'm constantly learning from them, but it's more, the focus is much more on like, what does it mean for them to be successful and how do I help them get there? And then through their success, I'm going to be successful. So taking on that role has really been great. Um, and also getting into more of, um, like a teacher position. I have a class with another agent, Alex McCauley at our office, and we're doing mentoring for new agents. So that has been really um, rewarding. And that's something that I want to do more of. That's really nice. That's awesome that you take the time to help out other like newer agents come in. Cause you know, so I've talked to new agents, people that have been in the industry a long time. And like a lot of the newer agents are, you know, they just get, after you get licensed, they just basically just, you get thrown into it and not really knowing, you know, to go up or down or left or right, you know? So it's really nice that you guys take your time out of your, your busy schedule to do that for them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, so this is my favorite question. <laughs> I should probably really think of a different line to say, cause I literally say it on every podcast when I say this, but what's the craziest thing you've seen in a home? Oh my God. <laughs> I know I've seen a lot, but I can't like think of a particular <laughs> one right now. I'm sorry. The craziest thing that I have seen in a home. Oh my God. That's I'll tell you last I saw an outside toilet once, like a like an outdoor gazebo situation with like a toilet in the middle. I thought that was pretty memorable. 
a toilet in the middle of the gazebo? Yes. I mean, that seems like the perfect place to put it. <laughs> right. You don't ever have to get up and go inside to go then, you know, like, you can know you have card games playing, you know, have some drinks. Hold on, guys. I just got to use the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, so what is your goals for your future with your company, like your business? Are you wanting to add more agents on? Um, we want to keep it small. Uh, we like running a tight operation and, and, you know, being able to have my hands on, on all the things, but we did just hire a new agent that will be starting with us in September and she will be doing a lot of her transaction coordinating work. And then eventually we want to transition her, transition her into, um, into being a, like a full time agent. Um, so yeah, I mean, we definitely want to grow. We're also growing in other directions. We have a staging division also. Uh, we've seen the value of staging in vacant, especially vacant homes, all, home, all the homes, but right. especially vacant. Um, so we actually have a whole section of the company that is geared towards staging. We have a warehouse, so we have the furniture. So we're able to serve our clients in other ways. Um, so those are the immediate goals for the company. Um, we also want to get into development where we're actually, you know, developing properties. I've had the opportunity to work with uh, developers now on, on the listing agent side and kind of get a feeling for that process. And it's been very interesting and um, it's an avenue for growth. So those are all things that we're considering. That it sounds like a really great plan, especially the staging thing. But now for yeah. the warehouse, you do you have like all different types of furniture in there? You know, because some people are modern, some are contemporary. Yeah, I mean, the way we purchase our furniture is mostly like um, it, it's like very neutral. Okay. So you tone it up or tone it down. And then we also do custom depending on the house. Wow. And do you have a separate person to do that? Or is that you and your agents? No, it's a separate division altogether. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't actually don't touch it. I just, I'm the listing agent. <laughs> like I don't, I don't decorate. Don't go to the warehouse. <laughs> I really don't. I, I have no idea how to do any of that. I promise you, I don't know, <laughs> but, um, but we can offer it. <laughs> it's all that matters. Yes. Well, do you have any um, advice or words of wisdom for, you know, agents or clients or or clients listen to your agents they know what they're doing <laughs> well no like for, well first of all if you are a client if you're thinking about buying or selling your house I would say interview a couple of agents and have the right questions so that way you know if they are people that are completely invested in the, in the business and they know what they're doing and once you do that due diligence then listen to your agents because they know what they're talking about even in a crazy seller's market there's properties that are not selling because, yeah. because buyers are not dumb and they know what things are worth. So you have to price things right. And you and there's a um, method to, to the magic of making houses sell and move. So listen to your, to your agents. <laughs> That's my number one recommendation. Um, and for new agents, uh, I will just say, you know, it's, it's, it's really tough out there. Uh, and it's not, you know, when you get your real estate license, the first thing they tell you is, okay, now you go out and you sell. But you know what? You can make an amazing real estate career where you don't even have to sell a single house. You can work as a transaction coordinator or you can help with, with staging or you can be a showing agent. So there's so many different routes within the real estate wor world. 
And I think one of the reasons that uh, people don't succeed is because they think, oh, I'm a terrible salesperson. I didn't sell a single house my first year, but I would really encourage you to think outside the box and talk to other people uh, because I think there's many routes for agents to, to, to be, um, to flourish. In. Yeah. I feel like that should be a good podcast to tell you can explain the different routes and how to get them or start them. I actually do have a podcast. It's called off market and that's a great idea. I'm going to write it down. There you go. See, <laughs> And then another episode should be the list of questions that clients should ask the agents. Oh my God. I love it. (laughs) I'm writing it down. Oh, good. You have to tell, I need to now follow your podcast. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll I'll give a shout out to Brian and Brian on the next. Thanks. Yeah. You'll have to send me the link. So I know which one. Yeah. So Lauren, where are you located? I live out in Fulcher. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I like it out here. My girls go to Huggins. It's a great little area. So, yes. Where are you located? I'm in Oak Forest. In Is Houston. that in Houston? Okay. Yeah. I don't know all the little the little areas. I know some of them, but yeah. That's nice. Um, is that like what is it by? Is it by Memorial or Galleria? Or... Um, it's actually north of the Heights, right outside oh. of Six Ten. Oh, okay. Wow. You're really out there. Yeah. Okay. I'm not like in the city anymore now, unfortunately. Yeah. Are you a city girl? <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> I could be, but I like to be out in the country a little bit more. Yeah. I like the best of both worlds. Cause like for where I live in Fulcher, I can be on I-10 in 10 minutes and be down in Memorial in like 25 minutes. Yeah. That's perfect. So, yeah. So I like both of it, but but um, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day um, to talk with me. And I hope everyone has a great day. Remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, please check out our website at inspectorteam.com for Brian and Brian Inspections. See you guys next time. Thank you, Lauren.